When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. so much for having me. I'm Alexa Von Tobel and I'm incredibly passionate about personal finance. I wanted to start talking to you all today about my favorite television show, which would of course be The Biggest Loser. I love The Biggest Loser. I'm sure many of you watch it here. I love to watch it while I'm on the elliptical machine. Uh, everything from the crazy donut binges to the dramatic weigh-ins, it's incredibly uh, entertaining. Though when I watch it, I often step back and I think, what a great television show. America's really struggling with obesity, and this is a show that really brings that to the forefront. Six million people view in every Tuesday night, and I often pause and think, God, I really wish something like this existed for personal finance. I really wish that there could be a show like The Biggest Loser for personal finance, but unfortunately, money is still so taboo. In America right now, the average person makes approximately six to ten money decisions every single day. Those decisions can range from simple things like whether or not to buy a cup of coffee to bigger things like what should I do with my 401k. I think what's important about that is those decisions are completely unguided. Right now, personal finance isn't taught in high schools, colleges, or graduate programs across the United States. People typically learn about personal finance by talking to their parents, who unfortunately were also never formally educated about personal finance. The takeaway there is, most people simply learn through trial and error. Money is such an important thing, it affects us all, and most people simply learn about it through trial and error. So from there, it's easy to understand that money right now is the number one thing that young people really stress about. Worse, 76% of the country feels completely out of control when it comes to money. Pause for a second. Four of your closest friends, three of them right now, feel out of control when it comes to their personal finances. 75% of this room feels out of control when it comes to their personal finances. Unfortunately, we're not doing anything to change this. Right now, 84% of college graduates said that they need more help when it comes to personal finance, but they're not getting it. And as a result of all of this, 61% of the country is living paycheck to paycheck. More than 50% of our country is not quite sure how they're gonna pay their bills next month. That is staggering. Think about the stress that that provides to an individual's life, really staggering. So I often ask myself, how on earth did we get here? How do we end up in a position where this thing that is so critical to every single person in this room and in this nation's life, it's something that we've never learned. And what I wanna walk you through is, I wanna take the 1.8 million college graduating seniors from this year, and I wanna walk you through exactly what ultimately happens. I want to introduce you to someone who will represent the absolute norm, and we're going to find out how they end up in such a rut. So meet Jessica. She's 22 years old. She studied English. She's going to graduate from college this year with $25,000 in, in student debt and $4,000 in credit card debt. 
And she's going to end up, if she is lucky, and I repeat lucky, with a job right out of college where she'll make $35,000. That means that she will take home every month approximately $2,300 in take-home pay. So I'm going to walk you through five decisions that Jessica is going to make, some that she's aware were bad decisions, some that she's not, and it helps you better understand how she ended up in a situation that most of America is in. So first, she's not going to have a budget. Jessica thinks about her life right now and says, I barely have any money that I'm making. Why on earth am I going to sit down and have a detailed budget? I'll be lucky if I can just pay my bills. She doesn't even know that good financial planning recommends that 50% of her money that she takes home goes towards essentials, 30% towards lifestyle, and 20% towards the future. That's really key, 20% towards her future savings. Jessica's going to move after college to a big city. She's going to first do what every other college graduate does, get an apartment, and she's going to spend $1,200 on rent. Right out of the gate, a simple decision such as getting her apartment is going to throw the even chance of her having a balanced budget completely out of whack, but also put her in jeopardy for years to come as she won't have that 20% going towards her future. Next, Jessica already has lots of debt. She thinks to herself, everyone in America is in debt. Why do I have to worry about it so much? And instead of aggressively paying it down, she's only going to pay her minimum payments. Worse, she's going to miss a few of those payments because she doesn't even understand what a credit score is, nor does she understand why it's so critical to her financial future. After that, she's not going to think about emergency savings. And the reason she doesn't is she can barely think about how she pays her bills, so she's like, what do I need emergency savings for? What she doesn't know is if she loses her job tomorrow or has any type of an emergency, she's completely vulnerable and she's going to have to rely on credit card debt in order to keep her head above water. Her fourth big mistake is she's not going to negotiate her salary. In her mind, she's so thankful that she got a job that she's not going to think about negotiating her salary, and she's just going to wait for her boss to tell her when she gets one. And because of that, a few years later, she's still making just $35,000. And the final major mistake that Jessica's going to make is she's not going to think about retirement in her 20s. The reason she's not is retirement's 43 years away. Why on earth would she think about it, she says. And because of that, she doesn't take advantage of her employer 401k match program, and she doesn't open a Roth IRA. Now I want to fast forward 15 years, applying those exact same behavioral traits, not learning much more about personal finance, making a few more mistakes, Jessica's going to get married and she's going to have two children. 15 years later, applying the national APR, 15%, Jessica's going to be closer to $20,000 in debt. As, as her life grew, credit card was her answer. Her interest rate has, of course, gone up. From there, she still has about $10,000 of her student loans. So a decision she made two decades ago is still haunting her every single month. Additionally, her credit score has gone from that 622 to something more in the 500s, and that's because she's amassed more debt and she's missed more payments. On a good note, she started thinking about retirement, but she currently has less than 10,000 in her future retirement savings, which actually is about 54% of America right now. Beyond that, she doesn't set up a 529 plan for her children because she has no other dollars to think about. So I want to pause for a second, and I want to think about the national impact. I just walked you through Jessica's story, and I want us to pause, and I want us to multiply that by a 1,000, by a million, and by tens of millions. Jessica's story is the story of tens of millions of Americans living in our country today. When you understand that, when you pause and really think about it, it helps you better understand why we currently are a country where we have 2.5 trillion yes, trillion dollars in consumer debt. Why we're in a position where the American dream of home ownership is not a reality as 25% of applications are denied immediately. 
where 31% of Americans today have no retirement savings, and therefore the American dream of pausing when you're 65, when your bones are starting to get brittle, and being able to retire, they're not gonna have that as a reality. And finally, and maybe even worse, money is the number one cause of fights in marriages, and marriages who fight are 30% more likely to end up in divorce. So what this does is gives you an idea of where we are today. What this doesn't do is it doesn't give you a sense of the domino effect. Jessica and her husband, they have two beautiful kids. Those kids are going to go off to college with the exact same credit card debt and student loan debt that Jessica had. But worse, they're probably going to have to help with Jessica in retirement. That domino is going to fall down for generations to come. And as you can see, Jessica has flicked a domino and a downward financial spiral that will continue for many generations. So. What if we could rewind? What if I told you that I really believe that there's a solution to all of this? I really believe that we can go back to the tens of millions. We can ultimately go back to Jessica. And there's a simple solution that we can take her before she enters the world, before all of our college seniors do, and we can basically stop and teach them five principles. We can help them before they make mistakes how not to make them. Let them understand why a budget's so critical and basically the principle of living beneath your means. Help them better understand that debt is not an answer and in fact it is absolutely so important to aggressively pay it down as it is designed to defeat you. Help you, them understand that emergency savings account is so critical as if anything happens you want to be able to sleep better at night and that's what it's there for. Help them understand that they have to negotiate their own salaries along the way, that their voice will always be the loudest. And finally, that retirement is something you have to think about in your 20s. I saw this graph uh, many, many years ago, and it's a simple principle. It's compounding interest. But it's an individual who starts contributing to retirement in her 20s versus her 40s. And they both contribute the same dollars. This is a really powerful graph and a really important thing. And I just always wonder, what if we can make this go viral? So. I want to go back to the educated Jessica. Let's say we did actually teach her all of these empowered facts. Well, years later, she'd be in a position where she could open the coffee shop she always dreamed of. Her and her husband, well, they now own a home because they knew about a credit score. They knew not to miss their bills, and they simply knew to keep it in the 700s. Well, they're looking forward to their retirement because they took advantage of all of those different things in their 20s, and compounding interest worked its magic. And probably best yet, her children have 529 plans and they're going to go off to college and they're going to be in a significantly better place than Jessica was decades ago. This is the empowered Jessica. So I wish it weren't true, but it is. Money is such a lifeline. If you love someone, you're going to travel around the world to see them. And if you're sick, as I know this week, you're going to want to pay the best um, dollars that money can buy to get the best doctors. Money will affect us every single day of our lives until the day that we die, and I wish it weren't true, but it's a fact. I really look forward to a future where we can pause, we can take all of the people before they enter the world and teach them these really basic financial principles, that we can empower them so that they can end up living really powerful financial lives, that they can feel great about money. And from there, it ultimately is gonna have really fantastic impacts on our balance sheet and as our nation as a whole, but most importantly, it's gonna, twindle down for many generations to come. When I think about money, I think it's not important to be rich. It's not about being rich. It's about being able to live your richest life. I want that for me. I want that for Jessica. I want that for the hundreds of millions of Americans who deserve just that. Thank you.